Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Geeks with Grace. My name is Lonnie, and we're going to talk tonight about being nice. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, boys and girls, yes, my geeky friends, we have to start being nice to one another, being nice to our families, being nice to the people we sit next to in church, being nice to strangers, being nice to people on the road who cut us off. Now, the Bible verse I want to look at tonight is from Galatians chapter 5. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. And you know what? Let's talk about each one of these for a second, you know. The, the fruit of the Spirit, you know, basically the fruit of the Spirit is the main ingredient, you know, that's what's in us. The main thing that the Lord gave us, when He gave us the Holy Spirit, you know, He gave us this incredible, I don't know what word am I looking for, this incredible way that we should start acting. So, again, you know, it's summertime. I know in the summertime we're busy. And when we get busy, we stay up later. When we stay up later, we get tired in the morning. We become cranky. You know, and, and we don't want to start lashing out at people because they cut us off or because maybe they got our order wrong at the restaurant or maybe, you know, our, our McDonald's forgot to pick or whatever. But the fruit of the Spirit reminds us, you know, that it's love. And Jesus reminds us what love is. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. But yet he shows what the ultimate love was when he was dangling on that cross. When he was standing there saying... It is finished. Father, forgive them. So again, you know, have you ever thought for a moment what it is to forgive somebody, to actually love them in the way that you forgive them? I know we love to have everything right. I would love to go to McDonald's one day and have the perfect pickle on my two off-beef patties. But you know what? It doesn't always happen that way. But yet we get hysterically mad and we post it on social media. We, we tell the world that, you know, this 15-year-old employee at McDonald's screwed up my burger. You know, it's so what? You know, it's just life. Um, besides being a minister and a father and a grandfather now and, and a podcaster, I'm also a pest control technician. Uh, which is really cool because I get to travel, you know, all over central Kentucky and visit with people and visit with companies and get to um, kill bugs, which, you know, I'm everybody's hero. If you can kill a, um, a mouse or a spider or a snake, you're a hero. But, you know, I'm out there driving a lot. And, of course, you know, people are going to cut me off. People are going to, you know, do things that make me mad. Now, I have a choice. I have a choice to retaliate and throw up the, you know, the all-American salute gesture or just say, you know what, it's not worth it. Because here's the thing, whether I like it or not, whether you like it or not, people are watching you. And if you profess Jesus Christ as your Savior and you tell them you go to the church, guess what, folks? They are watching you. They are hoping you mess up. They are hoping you make a mistake so they can blame God. They can say, well, see, there's no God. There's no church because this Christian person lost his temper. Now, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. There's only one perfect person. But the thing is, we have to make sure we're doing everything right. And I know it's, you know, it's, that's the, that's the rottenest thing to have to do. We have to walk sometimes on eggshells because not only are our kids watching, our, our grandkids, but also, you know, our students, people we may teach. 
you know, our, our, our congregational members, our church family, everybody's watching us. Now, some, you know, are watching you to make mistakes. Like the Pharisees, they watch Jesus and hoping he will make a mistake so they can start blaming him for things. You know, and the same thing happens in today's world. You know, people are going to blame God if you backslidden, as they say, or you backslide, or if you make a mistake. You know, and it's okay to make a mistake, but we have to learn to be nice. We have to learn to have love in our hearts. And I think once we get that love in our hearts, guess what, geeks? We start having joy. I mean, how great would your day be if, say, somebody did forgets your french fries, they forget something, and you say, you know what? It's okay. I don't need those carbs anyway. I don't need to be eating all these carbs, you know? Find joy in the smallest things because what happens, your kids, your grandkids, your students, people watching you are going to find joy. And with that joy, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get peace. You're going to get that peace, I promise you. When you start giving love and having joy in your heart, you will feel peace. And with peace comes patience. And patience always reciprocates kindness and goodness. And that, my friends, comes from being faithful, faithfulness. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. And we can have that. I mean, how would you love to wake up one morning and have peace? How would you like to wake up one morning and have joy? How would you like to come home one day and have patience with your family? Have patience with your students? You know, show kindness to strangers. The Bible tells us, it's old, actually it's an old Hebrew proverb, it says, you know, you should always show kindness to strangers, because unknowingly you could be entertaining one of God's angels. Now just think about that for a minute. You know, a little bit of kindness. If you remember that movie about seven, eight years ago, it was called Evan Almighty. Basically it was about, you know, a guy named Evan Baxter who... You know, he prayed to God to change the world. You know, he was running to be a congressman. He prayed to God. He wanted to save the world or change the world. I'm sorry. He wanted to change the world. And God gave him a chance to change the world by telling him to build an ark. And at first, you know, as we all do, you know, Evan Baxter, he kind of resisted. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to listen to God and do something crazy and build an ark. But he finally built an ark, and he kind of saved his little town, you know, the people in it. But at the end of the movie, God shows up and shows him, you know, it wasn't the ark that was important. It was what the ark stood for, acts of random kindness. So that's my encouragement for you. That's my challenge for you, is go out there this weekend in the heat, in, in, in the rain, and, and be an ark for someone. Be an ark for a stranger or be an ark for your family. Show, show some acts of random kindness. And as always, stay geeky, my friends. I'll talk to you later.